The project lead for the Pacific Hub at Griffith University says the man next in line to be head of the most powerful Pacific regional body comes with a lot of baggage. Among the outcomes of the 2023 Pacific Islands Farm Special Leaders Retreat is the appointment of former Nauru President Baron Wanga to the role of Secretary General. This among a number of significant moments, including a traditional Mataninga Sao ceremony, which was performed as an apology for all the rifts within the forum. Lydia Lewis asked Dr. Tess Newton-Kane what the outcomes of the meeting mean for the Pacific region as a whole. Given that it was obviously a very short meeting, but very significant in the terms of not just what's happening this year, but also what's happened in the last few years. I think a number of important things happened. The biggest thing was the welcoming back or the return of Kiribati to the Pacific Pacific Islands Forum family. And I think we saw some really amazing vision of that. Henry Puna embracing President Ma'amau last year when Kiribati didn't come to Fiji. You know, there was a real air of sadness. So I think what we saw this time was a real air of joy that everyone was back together. One of the things that was really striking was the centrality and the importance of Pacific cultural diplomacy within this whole thing. So when Prime Minister Rambuka went to Tarawa, he performed a, a traditional apology. We saw those pictures of him sitting on the floor and presenting customary gifts in, in an act of contrition and to, to promote reconciliation. And then we saw that again within the forum. And I think it's really important that people realise just how significant that is in a Pacific context. It's very easy for outsiders to see it as something maybe a bit quaint or kind of like the entertainment, but it's not. It's actually central to how Pacific Island countries engage with each other. So I thought that was obviously really important. And then following on from that, and it's kind of like the the, the domino effect is that we've now we now have the full detail of how the Suva agreement is going to be operationalised. What that means in terms of uh, greater participation by Micronesian countries and greater recognition of their place within the group as a whole. And now that Kiribati is back in the fold, what could that mean for their relationship with China? We know that there were reports that China's influence and pressure drove Kiribati to leave. China refutes that claim. What do you make of it? Look, I mean, I, I'm, you know, I don't want to sort of make a speculation. The idea that China would try and persuade any country to leave the forum doesn't ring true for me. We've not seen them try to do it anywhere else. China has very close relationships with a number of Pacific Island countries. And in fact, to a certain extent, I don't know that it would be in China's interest. It makes more sense for them to have them in the forum and able to prosecute the, the good news stories that China might want to be heard in those in those multi multilateral arrangements. So I, I'm not convinced that it was a, a, chi- a result of the China relationship. I think it was much more about division within the, the group as a whole. Kiribati back, it does allow for issues that affect the whole of the region, which go way beyond the impact of China, to be discussed with, with all of the members of the forum now. Where does that leave the US? Both China and the US have announced special envoys. Yeah, so they, whilst they may look like they are mirror image, they're actually slightly different. So the US has announced uh, former Ambassador Frankie Reid as special envoy to the Pacific Islands Forum. And China has announced a 
special envoy to the Pacific Islands region. In terms of the U.S., you know, I think the U.S. has struggled for a long time to get a full grip on Pacific regionalism and has struggled with the concept, with struggled with the issue of being a dialogue partner to the forum, which basically puts it at the same table as China, because China is a dialogue partner. And big news from the retreat was the appointment of the former Nauru president, Baron Wanga, to be the next secretary general. And this was the candidate, of course, that was put forward by the Micronesian President Summit. What does this mean for the forum? Who is he? Tell us a bit about him. Well, I guess, you know, mainly what we know, he is the former president of uh, Nauru. As you said, he led the government for a number of years. More recently, he was the chair of the Commonwealth Observers Group to Papua New Guinea's elections last year. So he has been maintaining his presence in the in the region. He is a quite a controversial figure. Um, there were a number of issues that went on in Nauru whilst he was leading the government. Don't know that you can necessarily say that they're all directly as a result of him, but certainly he was leading the government that was in place when these things were happening. So what are these the things? Well, as we removal of the judiciary um, was a, a big one that kind of basically sort of took out the whole independent judiciary for Nauru, leaving a huge gap in terms of how the rule of law could be seen to be being actually employed. Um, and a lot of that stemmed from a case called the Nauru 19, which was prosecutions brought against a number of people, including members of the opposition further to a protest at Parliament. And that was a very long and contentious legal process. But certainly a number of the people who were on the wrong side of that, who were being prosecuted, have described it as being, you know, akin to a political witch hunt. So, you know, there are other areas of controversy, including around how the regional processing centre was was managed and and issues around, uh, in, you know, a failure of in the duty of care towards refugees and asylum seekers. So that you know, that during that time, there were certainly a number of concerns raised about the quality of governance and the quality of democracy in Nauru. They weren't necessarily raised much by other members of the Pacific Island or the island members of the Pacific Islands Forum. There were certainly concerns raised in both Australia and New Zealand. But within the island country leadership, um, things were a bit more muted, including there there wasn't a huge amount of criticism coming from the forum secretariat. So it's a, you know, it's it's not, it's a complex, it's a complex environment um, into which he's stepping, but certainly he comes with an awful lot of baggage. He comes into that job, he will come into that job at a very critical time, obviously, as we know there's a lot going on. Um, he has previously uh, caused a certain amount of disruption at the regional level. We remember that when the forum leaders met in Nauru, there were issues in relation to kerfuffle with the Chinese delegation, both in relation to their visas and then um, in relation to a walkout during the dialogue partners meeting. And uh, Baron Wanga was very dismissive of the Chinese delegation. Now, Obviously, his country, Nauru, has a very strong relationship with Taiwan and that, you know, things on that score have not got any easier since that incident. So there's definitely a degree of interest to know how he's going to manage that. Obviously, 
he will take on a role that means he represents the region as a whole, not just his country. And so he will be expected and supported in managing a range of relationships, both with with the membership and with the dialogue partners. And where does all of this leave the current Secretary-General, Henry Puna, when his tenure is up next year? He's been looking very kind of sprightly and unhappy. So I imagine that he's, you know, I can't see that he's finished yet. One of the things that came out of the special leaders retreat was a, a, a tasking for a scoping for the forum to have a, a dedicated office or a dedicated envoy to both Washington and New York to look after relations with the US and with the UN on behalf of the forum. So maybe that would be uh, something that Mr. Puna might feel he was able to take on for a while. So I'm sure we, I'm sure he will make. He's got. He's still got plenty of work to do whilst he's in this job. We know that he's been working very hard on this issue of discharge of wastewater from Fukushima, and he'll be continuing that. He'll obviously be working with his team to affect the smooth handover to Baramwanga next year. But I'm sure he's also he'll also be looking to line up something else for himself afterwards. And I guess we'll just have to wait and see.